0: everybody, welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How are you doing, Well,
1: Doing well, Steve. We are here in the week of training camp for everyone. I know we talked last week with a few teams starting up their training camps, but this week, all the teams are getting into it. I know the Eagles are starting tomorrow. Uh, tons of other teams that are getting into it here.
0: Yeah, and it kind of hit me today, because... Um, uh we have a wedding to go to so i gotta get this edited quickly uh but i'll say yeah. today you know it, it were a month like five weeks away ish like as of right now yeah uh to when everything like really kicks off but for us like putting that into podcast perspective that's like four or five mocks left uh and, yeah. and we move on to the season which is a uh
1: winding down yeah
0: it seems much quicker than uh like thinking about it from a month's perspective
1: yeah absolutely yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and I think you have what the Hall of Fame game is probably next weekend. Yeah, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. I know the, the Eagles' first preseason game is Friday the twelfth, which is only two and a half weeks away.
0: Yeah, it's all coming up, and it's all coming up. It won't be that uh, that far away, um, which is fun for me. I don't know if I, I know I've told you. I don't know if we've ever told the listeners before, um, to prepare for our work league. I try to do three drafts. I think it's three out of every position in the draft because we don't find out our draft position until the draft, like draft day, like, (laughs) you know, five minutes before we start. So I do three drafts or so out of every spot. And it's usually like, okay, this is what my team looks like. If I go running back, running back or wide receiver, wide receiver, or you know, tight end wide receiver and like the first like two or three rounds, I'll mark down and just to see how things flow. And then when I find out my position, I'll, I'll pull up that document real quick and. And take a yeah. look, song, take a look, uh, yeah, see where you're at. Yeah, so not too far yeah, away I mean, from you a lot sense. of box,
1: yeah. It's, um, and you're, I guess, you're doing that over you know the month, two months here leading up. You're not trying to do all that week of to no, get like that current it, ADP, it's, right? It's
0: usually like, uh, it's not the full month, I'll probably do it within the f- last three weeks, but gotcha. then like, I'll probably do like 25%. 25%. And then the last week, I try to do a lot of them just to get the most current 80%, gotcha. like you said.
1: Um, yeah. But it, yeah. it
0: changes every year. Depends on what's going on, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's always, <laughs> always flowing, always updating. So definitely something to take note of. But, but yeah, we are here. Football is upon us. We are, you know, just a few days away here from August and training camp really getting fully underway.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. And then, uh, today uh, we got that super flex we promised uh the poll went up it looks like 12 teams was the winner um no one yeah how close was the results there um they ended up pretty close between the two options the uh the 12 team and the 10 team people liked um mm-hmm. the the 14 team unsurprisingly uh people were not that <laughs> big of a fan of um and the eight team uh people also weren't a fan of um in fact, you know, looking at the results now, eight teams didn't get any, uh, any votes at all. In fact, somebody commented with the the idea of like, yeah, eight's too small. Um, it's not much of a challenge. Uh, fourteen uh, percent or fourteen teams got eight percent, and the idea being that was too big. <laughs> not, enough yeah, yeah, not enough quarterbacks. Yeah, just Not enough quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, ten teams got twenty one percent, and then the remaining seventy two percent went to twelve teams. So not actually close, but close from that there was only two clear. You know, options that people preferred. So, yeah, the, the standard twelve team wins out.
1: Yeah, surprise! I, I figured that the ten team would be the the choice for superflexers, given the you know the the amount of quarterbacks that are available. You have you know the ability for every team to have three quarterbacks in in the ten team format, whereas. With 12, it's, it's a little tighter. There's going to be a couple teams that can really only come away with two and maybe like a, a rookie that you're hoping comes in midseason. Yeah, you get like a
0: Trubisky-Pickett kind of situation where you throw your dart at yeah. one of them or, you know, Brissette And Maybe that's
1: in. more important in a in a, a true 2QB yeah. league to be 10 yeah. and because you're you don't even have the opportunity to to start yeah start a start somebody else on like a bye week like you could get away with having just two quarterbacks in the super flex league because you know as long as they don't have the same bye week then you can just flex another player in there instead you're probably not going to get that good baseline that you get with the quarterback points but uh but yeah you know and and so we are, we're here. You ready to get started with this draft?
0: Yeah. Uh, before we start, um, we are in Fantasy Pros. That handles uh, super flex a little bit better than Sleeper does. Um, we're also, we got uh, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end, uh, one super flex spot, and then one uh, flex spot for wide receiver, running back, and tight end, and then six bench slots. So pretty, you know, we got two flexes, which is our, our kind of normal. Um, just had to change it around a little bit. You are drafting out of the two. I am drafting out of the ten.
1: Um, and it looks like Yeah, and, and just a reminder for everyone and, and a heads up for anyone that is new, uh, we, we usually don't have kicker and defense here in these drafts, just to speed it up a little bit and because and those are positions that we usually wait on anyway, um the last few rounds. Hard you know it's hard to do analysis on those positions just because offenses that they're playing against change so much throughout the year. Um so we usually don't have them in the mocks here, just looking at those those onesie positions that you you have in your skill players, your quarterbacks.
0: Yep, 100%. Um, so yeah, we can get started. Looks like Josh Allen goes off the board with the 101. Uh, so you, no
1: surprise there.
0: Yeah, not at all, but you are uh, on the clock, my
1: friend. Yeah, and this is an interesting spot because, you know, Allen's pretty much the clear 101. Um, then you have, you know, all of the non-super flex top options available here in JT and in McCaffrey. Uh, and then you have your Herbert and Mahomes. I think that's kind of like really the four options. I mean, you can look to the receiver position, but with only two starting receivers and the one flex, there's a lot more options there. So definitely not going to look in that spot. Um, to me, it, it comes down to the quarterback here. And, and I lean Herbert slightly over Mahomes going into the year. I think he just has more weapons around him and is ready to take that next step forward. Um so I don't think you can go wrong with either of the two, but I, I like Herbert to take another step forward here this year. So I'm going to go with a quarterback here in Superflex draft. You know, just given that I'm not going to be picking again till pick 23, and I don't think there's going to be a ton of options available there. Tough to pass on a, a Taylor a McCaffrey, but it's just if if I anticipate it right correctly, there still should be some running backs available uh, when it gets back to me but the, that quarterback position should dry up here. Uh, before I lock in the pick, Steve, any, anything you're thinking about here, you know, a few picks away, not knowing who's there, what, what you're anticipating is going to happen or what you want to do?
0: I, I feel like I'm going to end up in that like cup Jefferson tier. I'm less confident than you that like this uh, whole slew of quarterbacks are going to go because I, I feel like they're going to spread it out, which would be nice because that's a, that's a difficult thing about super you know, Every league's different in that, you know, some people just pile on the quarterback early. Some people just, everyone waits. And, you know, it's, you know, you, you come in with a strategy and it gets blown up because everyone bobbed when you weaved <laughs> and, it, you know, it didn't work out. So I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like cup. Um, I'm assuming your top running backs go, you know, maybe on the homes goes, maybe another quarterback gets in there and then I'm left with. You know, the Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon kind of a tier. Um, but we'll see. I, I really I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're looking at nine picks before yours. There'll be two already off the board. I'm gonna guess there'll probably be four or five total taken before your pick. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, how that how that happens yeah, here. But lock in the pick here. Uh take Herbert. After Herbert is Taylor, McCaffrey, Eckler. Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. So four quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, so, so four off the board. Two went. Um, so I probably could have. I probably should have counted better, because <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> where I'm expected to be. Except for Henry and Cup are gone, which like, yeah, there, there was a few more picks between me <laughs> than I think. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think question. you maybe
1: may anticipate Calvin or Calvin that Dalvin Cook would have went.
0: Yeah. Uh, and
1: Najee no, makes sense to be there for you, but but Delvin and Nick and, and Justin Jefferson both pretty solid options.
0: Yeah, so this is a uh this is a tough spot. Uh because we got some we got some obviously some good running backs here. Uh, all the wide receivers outside of cups, so Justin Jefferson staring down, um Travis Kelsey, kind of a big deal. Um, and then obviously your quarterbacks. I kind of feel like rolling the dice on quarterback and seeing maybe what gets back to being the third round. Um Just got to play a different strategy from you and see how it kind of works out. So I think what I'm going to do first, man, it's tough. I I was going to say, I want to go Justin Jefferson. Uh, I haven't grabbed him yet this year, Uh, but I am worried about the running back position in a super flex. If I go, you know, wide receiver, tight end, maybe Kelsey gets back to me. And then with my third pick, I go quarterback. And then, you know, suddenly it's fourth round. I don't have a running back yet. So kind of concerned about that, but we'll, We'll, we'll play the game and, and see what's going to work out. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson, uh, potential to be the, the the wide receiver one, I think, and I think a lot of other people think, uh, depending on what that, you know, that offense looks like moving forward. But uh, yeah, I like him here. So I'm going to pass up the running backs. I'm going to go with Mr. Jefferson, and we'll see what gets back to me here first. So again, no quarterbacks going. We got Najee, Dalvin, Jamar Chase, and Devontae Adams going off the board. So, uh, top of the board here, we got Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Swift, uh, Stefan Diggs, Jalen Hurts. So given given it looks like that we're taking an approach of quarterbacks are going to be scattered. I, I'm feeling a bit more comfortable waiting into the third, um, and seeing if maybe, uh, you know, a Dak or a, a Burrow, or something like that gets to me, that might be wishful thinking, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. So, that takes the quarterback out of the equation. That doesn't make it any easier because you got Joe Mixon here. Um, You know, nice the value in the second round, really. Travis Kelsey, get that elite tight end. If I'm not going to have an elite quarterback, maybe I get the elite tight end. Um, DeAndre Swift, who you know, me and uh, millions of other people are super high on. And in fact, like I'm looking at, him, I'm like, man, would I actually want DeAndre Swift over Joe Mixon? Uh, and the answer is maybe. It's you know, if Swift could pull off a CMC kind of thing from a few years ago, of like, yeah, you're on a bad team, but that actually kind of helps you because you caught more passes. Um, But it feels like a stretch with Joe Mixon here. So I think I'm going to maintain the balance and I'm going to draft Joe Mixon and then uh we'll roll the dice on what gets back to me in the third. So that pick is in. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, that, that didn't work, did it? <laughs> um,
1: quarterbacks are flowing. Yeah.
0: Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, the next three picks. So team eight and nine both have two quarterbacks already here. Stefan Diggs. There goes Travis Kelsey, uh, 208. Uh, the impact of a Superflex. Debo and then Saquon right before you. You were up with the 211.
1: Yeah. And, and thrilled with some of the running backs that are still here. I was not anticipating that being the case um the receivers still solid options cd lamb mike evans tyreek hill obviously you don't usually see him this far down in the second but once again super flex what do we have seven off the board now I mean, yeah. more than that even right yeah seven seven off the board so i mean that's what's going to push it down um you know this is where you normally be looking mark andrews but there's just you know, too much value at the running back position for me here. So it comes down to Swift and Aaron Jones. Uh, Javon C. Williams is nice as well, but I don't think I can pass on Swift and Jones at this stage. And it's tough. I feel like I've been rising on on Aaron Jones. Uh, I think they're going to use him a lot, just, you know, as we talked about unknown receiving options there. And I think some people will probably step up, but you know, we're thinking that this running game is going to be used prevalently with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. That all being said, I can't pass on Swift here. Just the pure upside of DeAndre Swift this late in the second round, I still am going to have a chance at Aaron Jones or Javonta Williams likely in the next round, um, or one of the receivers that are still here. I, I wouldn't mind passing on receiver, locking in two running backs with Herbert uh, and DeAndre. Uh, just letting that play um, now there's the temptation of of going with another quarterback like a Dak like a Russ um, Brady that you know Dak might be you know something that I look to if both of those other two running backs go as I mentioned but I, I guess I just can't pass on Swift here so I'm gonna lock Swift in first and then see what gets back to me here so Swift goes, so then after I take Swift, Aaron Jones and CeeDee Lamb. Um, so Javante Williams still there, would be the option if I decide to go running back here. We've still got Mike Evans, a very good receiver. Uh, Tyreek Hill, ton of upside there. Keenan Allen. But I just think there's still too much upside at quarterback even, as well as running back. And, and I wouldn't mind getting some you know more middle-tier receivers if I can put together a, a team with the start that I have here. So I'm high on Javante Williams this year. You know, As, as nice as it would be to lock in two stud quarterbacks, I, I don't mind kind of viewing my second quarterback in a super flex league the same way that I view my first quarterback in a, uh, in a redraft league. It's a, you know one that I can kind of rotate through, you know, hit on one, whether it's going with a younger guy like a Trey Lanslater or, or Trevor Lawrence or getting, you know, a little bit more safer of an option like a Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. But you know, the running back position is just not something that's going to be very, very juicy when it gets back to me. I mean, Montgomery, Connor, Zeke Elliott, Chubb are all still there. But I don't imagine anything to get back. So the opportunity of getting a Swift and Javante Williams, locking both of them in here, is just too much for me um anything you're thinking about here with the way the board laid out with me likely picking Trent Williams with what you think is gonna come back before I pick yeah pick I'm, pick I'm pretty
0: curious because at this stage you know we got some quarterbacks if you're looking at adp spread out um, so over the next 20 picks we got one two three four quarterbacks listed um, so in theory like some good guys can get to me but you know we got team three four five and six without any so it could be another kind of bloodbath at quarterback. Um, but we'll see. If it's not, then I'll probably punt the quarterback until the fourth round. Uh, if it is, then, you know, we'll see what's there. You know, Nick Chubb's down there. If he could get to me, um, T. Higgins would be interesting. If a lot of quarterbacks go, you know, that means like a Keenan Allen might be falling to me, which would be awesome. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, again, super flex, man. It all depends on what, what people are thinking <clears> with these quarterbacks.
1: And no, I, I totally get it there. So, we will see what happens, but I'm going to lock in Javante Williams here. Uh, after Williams goes Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Mark Andrews. So, back-to-back tight ends there for Team 5, an interesting choice. Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Terry Hill, and Mike Evans. So, all the quarterbacks get, t- get passed, and I think your wish of Dak Prescott looks like it may have paid off.
0: Yeah, so not a... Uh... The the quarterbacks did not go. And despite the fact that they did not go, Keenan Allen's still here. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I'm in an interesting spot where we got the the top of the ADP is Keenan Allen, Dak, Russ, Tom Brady. Um, So we got a lot of good quarterbacks here. My issue currently is that the team 11 and team 12 do not have quarterbacks. So I would love to grab like a Keenan Allen here and then – roll the dice on what quarterback gets back to me and just take them because I'm comfortable with all three, but all three very well could go.
1: Yeah. The chance that one of them take two and then you're, you're looking at a Stafford or Rodgers as your top guy.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, a, a long wait to get there. Like I'd imagine Stafford's going to go because again, team three, four, five, and six don't have quarterbacks, you know, they're going to start pulling the trigger. So I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in a tough spot there. So I'm going to go ahead and just pull the trigger. Um, And I think I'm going to roll the dice on Russ. I don't think I've drafted him at all this year. Um, You know, given I I trust his weapons in in Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, the tight end core there, uh, Tim Patrick, you know, a a little bit more than, you know, what Dak has and and Brady with the the Godwin injury. So we're going to lock in Russ. Not going to roll the dice. Uh, I really would have liked to, but I just. I don't think I would have been in a good spot. And there we go. Three quarterbacks go. Somebody jumps yeah. on Staffords. Not AP. the ones you thought though. There you go. No. Yeah. So Rogers went David Montgomery. Uh, and then that rounded out the third to start the fourth is Tom Brady Matt Stafford. So yeah, I would have absolutely got burned. Um, but this is awesome. Cause uh, Keenan Allen still made it to me. Yeah. PPR machine. Um, so I am happy with that. We'll go ahead and lock him in. No questions asked. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes right after me, James Connor. There goes Dak. Finally. Uh, team three, four, five, and 6 still not going with their quarterbacks. Cam Akers, T. Higgins, A.J. Brown, and Michael Pittman go off for those teams. You are back on the clock.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting uh, with the additional flex. I can still look the running back position. I do want to start looking at the wide receiver position, uh, possibly tight end. Here we still have um, everyone outside of <clears throat> the top three there with Pitts, Andrews, and Kelsey off the board. Um, but you know, not having any receivers, you know, still looking at a, a second quarterback, um, maybe even another running back. I just think the need is, is too much of the other positions to be able to to take the luxury of going with a with a tight end there. Um so looking at the receiver position, um some guys that names that stick out to me here are DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, Brandon Cooks, uh we have Mike Williams, Corlin Sutton. Hollywood Brown. So, all solid options. Uh, DJ Moore probably sticks out the most. Um wouldn't mind like pairing him and a Brandon Cooks up here, but we still have some pretty solid options at some of the other positions as well. Uh, Travis Etienne, Josh Jacobs, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Miles Sanders. No one really stands out there either. So, it probably, you know, if another one of the other running backs maybe fell, it might have enticed me to take. A third there over a receiver, uh, and then we look at the quarterback position. Trey Lance, Derek Carr is a, is a solid option. Kirk Cousins, Tua Tagovailoa definitely starts to drop off. I mean, I'm cool with with Carr, Cousins, and, and Lance, so wouldn't be taking one here, but possibly in the next round, just because I think there is going to be a pretty big drop off, and there's still you know a lot of receivers I wouldn't mind grabbing a little later. So, going to go with the receiver first here in DJ Moore. And then see what happens when it comes back to me here. So we'll lock in DJ Moore. Uh, and, and after that, let me scroll down here. Uh, Travis Etienne and Jayla Waddle both go. So Team 1 does not take their quarterback. Uh, interesting. So we've got, if we look at the board here, still four teams uh, that are directly after me that do not have a quarterback. And there is four teams after that, not including yourself, that have two quarterbacks. So, in all likelihood, uh, somewhere between, you know, a couple and, and up to 10, if everyone wants to double in, their quarterbacks will go. Uh, but it's, you know, as long as that doesn't happen, I feel, still think there's a chance that Matt Ryan or Trevor Lawrence is still there. So, I think it's probably, you know, going to be more beneficial to me to go with another receiver here just to get a second one locked in and got dj moore i've talked him up all year you like him as well brandon cooks for me is, it's just a nice safe second receiver option here to pair with dj moore who has had some volatility issues you know when it comes to his most recent seasons he's really consistent waiting for that true true breakout um, and hopefully that can come with baker mayfield but Alas, I'd I'd rather just lock in that other receiver position here. So that is going to be Brandon Cooks here for me. So lock in Brandon Cooks. After him, we have Deontay Johnson, Brees Hall, Antonio Gibson, Trey Lance goes off the board, Amari Cooper, Josh Jacobs, and J.K. Dobbins. Only one quarterback goes off the board there, Steve, leading up to you.
0: Yeah, again, like I didn't know what to expect. I, I figured two would go. I didn't really think Carr would get to me here. Like, that's that's kind of no. tempting.
1: Carr and Kirk are both interesting. Yeah. Like, that's. You get that stack for yourself.
0: Yeah. That's uh, solid options with, with those two. So, I think, so given, you know, the two teams behind me both went quarterbacks last time, one of which went with two. So, I feel safe not taking a quarterback and getting Carr or Cousins. Um, the, the wide receivers are nice. Terry McLaurin, you know, McCaff, Mike Williams. I'd, I'd have to pass on because I got Keenan. I don't want to double up. Uh, Cortland Sutton. I mean, I could make a double stack here. I could have Russ and Cortland Sutton and Kirk and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> that would uh, that would be pretty wild. Um, running backs, though, you know, I'm stuck. All I got is Joe Mixon. You know, if we're looking at the board, we got Elijah Mitchell, A.J. Dillon, Miles Sanders. So while I'd really like to add that you know the Denver r- wide receiver there, I feel like I have to take a running back now because by the time it gets back, we're going to be in this single Terry Penny kind of phase, I would <clears throat> think, unless the quarterbacks all start flying, um, and I'm just I'm not going to be a fan of that. So I'm going to go ahead and just lock in Elijah Mitchell. Uh, to me, you know, of those top three, Mitchell, Dylan, and Sanders, he's the one I like most, being in that San Francisco um, offense. Uh, Sanders really intriguing as well uh just like the the upside of the san francisco offense a little bit more um plenty of risk there with the injuries and you know the rotation that that san fran employs but uh we'll take that risk we'll lock him in there see what gets back to me uh aj dylan goes dk metcalf terry mclaurin and mike williams so my gamble paid off and that no quarterbacks went um i do really like Derek Carr this year but Like you said, I have the stack with Justin Jefferson. I like having that stack. So I'll go ahead and pull the trigger on Kirk Cousins, get my second quarterback out of the way, um, and then we can go from there. Um, I am tempted to wait because, again, I'd love to add some of these other options. But um, I'll go with the strategy of kind of two middle guys. I don't know if you will call Russ middle, but, I mean, he was – like what? Like the eighth or ninth quarterback off the board. So it's not super high either. So we'll go ahead. We'll go with kind of a middle strategy here. Lock in my second quarterback. Chase Edmonds goes off the board. Darnell Mooney. Uh, oh, George Kittle. Forgot about George Kittle. 606 going off the board. Yeah, There is some quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr, Justin Fields going off the board. And uh, then Darren Waller right before you.
1: Yeah, I was really hoping that Carr was gonna get back to me there with the way it was falling, but not the case, unfortunately. Um so the quarterback position we're now looking at Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, James Winston. Uh a couple of solid options there. You know, I think Tua and Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan are all decent second quarterback options here. So probably go with one of them with my next pick, but just given that I've got flexibility of being at the turn here and assuming that that team you know will likely just go with one i uh, hoping that ryan will be the one for me still available in the next round so when i look at what's available at the other positions we've still got miles sanders who's interesting i do think he's due for a pretty big season in philadelphia with that just, um, overall you know what looks to be a dynamic offense as, as long as you know hurts can kind of Take then another step forward as we have seen. Uh, we've got Kareem Hunt, Clyde Edwards, Olayer, Damian Harris, Rashad Penny. They're interesting options. I think Miles is probably the one that sticks out the most. Uh, but then when I look at the receiver position, Cortland Sutton, Hollywood Brown, Jerry Judy, Al Robinson, some solid options there as well. Um, I think that for me, it, actually looking at what's available here, you know, may even see if I can wait another round on the quarterback position because getting Miles Sanders and then one of the Denver receivers would be some really nice depth here. So I think that actually might be the move and just see what it's like to you know truly wait a little bit longer here for that second quarterback position. So I'm going to go with my third running back here and then if anyone happens, likely a third receiver in the next round. Um, so we go Miles. After him, DeAndre Hopkins and Davis Mills comes off the board. Wow, that's an interesting one. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's
0: a stretch. I was thinking the same thing with Fields. Like it felt early for Fields and you know Watson, of course. But yeah, I mean, Davis Mills I mean, I guess young upside maybe trumps like Matt Ryan and Winston and Tannehill. But like I'd rather have Tua given the weapons around him. I'd rather have Ryan myself personally, but um yeah, he seems more in that like Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones kind of tier to me. But, you know, uh, that's, you know, credit to, to fantasy pros, you know, you know I, this is what your leagues are going to be like. Some people have different opinions on people and they're going to jump at them when you don't, you know, agree. So a, uh, you know, a nice wrench that gets thrown into to everything and, you know, maybe that's to you or my benefit.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Uh, so the the interesting thing for me is that I have both of those Denver receivers available as well as Hollywood Brown. All three options, I think, are very solid here. I've got some stability at the position there with, I think, Brandon Cooks just getting some good volume. Uh, and then we also have B.J. Moore, another good volume as well. So I am tempted to take a shot on Hollywood Brown, um, but I, I just think overall, it's just really like Jerry Judy. Uh, and I know I think I was on his side. I think you're on the the quote and Sutton side of of the Denver duo, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I've always liked Sutton, um and I feel like we've seen more from him than Judy. Um, and Judy still has some lingering off the field issues, right? Like, I don't know if we're expecting um, a suspension, but I feel like I something happened. I think so. No? Um, I, looked I thought something had happened with him.
1: Yeah, I know It, it said he is fully healthy. As of a few weeks ago, he declared himself fully healthy after you know, a groin injury last year. I did you know, miss part of OTAs with it as well, but it seems to be pretty good now. I don't see anything in the news here about that, but it's possible, and hopefully that's something that we'll... Have more clarity on once we get closer to the season.
0: Yeah, I could just be making that up. I'll take a look while you're making your pick.
1: Yeah, yeah. But alas, I mean, for me, it's going to be between Jerry Judy and, and Hollywood Brown. I think Judy. You know, we have a you know, maybe it's it's a higher jump from last year to this year than Cortland Sutton does. I think Sutton probably does get better another year off of the injury, uh, especially with Russ there. But Judy, you know, had. The pedigree, the the investment from a draft perspective, you know, one of the top receivers in this draft. There, great route runner. Now, and I know Russ does throw it deep a lot more often, so maybe that works a little more in, in Cortland Sutton or some of the ancillary receivers' favor. Um, but I think Judy is overall a guy that I think is going to take a really big step forward here. So he's going to be the, the guy I lock in as my third receiver. And we are going to play the waiting game on the flex position a little bit longer. And after him, we have Tua Tagovailoa, Trevor Lawrence, and then a slew of wide receivers here in Sutton. Juju Smith-Schuster, Hollywood Brown, Chris Godwin, and Amon Ross, St. Brown.
0: So I am not crazy. Um, This was as of May 31st. I haven't seen anything about it being settled. Um... But at some point, so at the end of May, there was a motion to dismiss all charges against Judy as he was charged with second degree criminal tampering with a domestic violence enhancer in the middle of May. So I don't know if you know, the motion passed and you know, it's been dropped um, or, or if that's even how it works. <laughs> I don't know, law, um, but something happened at some point. I haven't heard anything about it since, so I'm assuming it's fine. Like even the Camara stuff starting to come up a little bit now of like people waiting. So I'm assuming it's fine, but I don't know. Something happened at some point. Yeah, good to know. Yeah.
1: And then it's one of those things. Hey, if you're thinking about a player, me, you know, he's coming up and you're unsure good to just Google him just before you make that pick <laughs> yeah. just to be safe that there's not an article that you missed out there. Yeah, It could, be, lose.
0: could be a tiebreaker for you. You know, nothing's happened, but you know, you know, maybe that if you're drafting now, it's a tiebreaker. Um, so we're taking a look uh, at the positions at running back. We got Clyde Edwards, a Kareem cream hunt, Damian Harris, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, a wide receiver, Alan Robinson, Rashad Bateman, Michael Thomas, Elijah Moore, Adam Thielen at tight end, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkins, and Goddard Ertz. So still, you know, plenty of solid options here. Um, I do, I'm looking at Clyde Edwards, a and I'm looking at Damian Harris, believe it or not. Um, I kind of find Damian Harris's likely uh, consistency, like a solid, probably RB two for the whole year, not a ton of upside. Um, but you know, should be the starter and should get plenty of work as a nice compliment to Elijah Mitchell, you know, in the the quarterback or the running back carousel that could be San Francisco or the injury problems that, that could follow him again this year. Um, It's hard looking at Clyde Edwards-Alaire and passing him up. He's—I always look at his name and see upside. It just got to give up on that. So I, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it feels weird, but I think I'm going to draft Damian Harris here, get a a safe running back to compliment you know Elijah Mitchell, Um, and then see what gets back to me. I like Dalton Schultz, if. That could happen and it will. Michael Thomas goes, Jameis Winston goes. That rounds out the uh seventh round to start the eighth. Elijah Moore and Ken Walker. So looking at tight end, I've been drafting Dalton Schultz a lot. Um I think I don't know if I've I've said this to you, Will, or on the podcast or neither, but like I think he could be the three, the tight end three on the year. I don't think he can get to two.
1: We're talking Dalton Schultz. Yeah.
0: Just because, you know, Amari Cooper's gone, where yeah, the target's going to yeah. go, you know, the Gallup Definitely injury, a lot of vacated targets. Yeah, and there was times last year when Lamb disappeared. So I think he could have a really big role there. I don't know if he could surpass a Kelsey or an Andrews, not without an injury. Um, but, but, you know. You never know. Kelsey has a harder time because Hill's gone and the, the Chiefs' offense doesn't move as much or touchdowns don't go or Andrew's way or something. I mean, it could happen. I just think three is probably more realistic. So I'm locking him in in the eighth round, getting a guy that I think could be the tight end three. It's pretty awesome. So he is in there. Bunch of wide receivers going Allen Robinson, Gabriel Davis, Adam Thielen, Rashad Bateman. Got a quarterback going Matt Ryan, Tyler Lockett, another quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, we mentioned earlier. Um, interesting giving. You know, we don't know he's the starter, and you got people like Ryan Tannehill here. But okay, um, so Trubisky's in, and you were on the clock with the uh, eight eleven.
1: Yeah, another quarterback gamble does not pay yep. off here for me as I uh, take the risk on on Matt Ryan, and he once again gets just a few picks away, just as Derek Carr did just a couple rounds ago. Um, alas, uh, you know, I, I wait and. Take a look at the quarterback landscape that is left over here. Uh, we are looking at Ryan Tannehill, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. I'm almost tempted to you know to grab two, but I, there's just too much other value over here to be taking two of those and not another another skill player. So uh, yeah, we look at the running backs. Really hasn't been much movement there. Not. You know, no, no one that screams, you know, that you have to take them, you know, Penny's interesting, Cream Hunt, Clyde edwards Um, But wide receiver, there's some interesting options. Devonta Smith, someone who I've been really high on, you know, wouldn't mind grabbing another receiver there, is, is that's a position that I want to get some more depth in, since I waited a little while to start getting that position together. Uh, Hunter Renfro, I think is, you know, some people have been all about him, other people haven't been as much, but... I think Devonta is, uh, you know, really. There's a drop off after him, so he's going to be the first pick here, locking in that, getting that fourth receiver locked in, and really feeling good about my, you know, starting and, and flex positions. Um, after him, we have Russell Gage and James Cook off the board. Um, so it comes back to me here, and, and at this point, I'm looking at either going with one of my tight ends here or taking that quarterback. And I think won't think I can wait anymore. I do think I gotta take a, sh- a shot at quarterback. There's still a few tight ends that I like on the board here. Um uh, I mean I guess I guess it just comes down for me, to, you know, when do I think teams are gonna start taking the third quarterback because everyone does have a second quarterback. So I, I kinda actually wanna see if I can go with another one, but I don't know if I want to double down on on a position again. Like I do have two Broncos now and two Eagles. Uh, skill position wise, I almost don't want to double down on on positions again here. With uh we'll be tripling down with Dallas Goddard, but uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Zach Ertz, uh, a little bit of drop off into that. So, I think I'll gamble. See see what they get. Who gets back to me here? I'll take an upside quarterback in Zach Wilson, a one that I think a lot of people are wondering if he can take that step forward because he's got the weapons around him. Elijah. You know, Elijah Moore showed it last year. Garrett Wilson is a very highly recruited receiver coming in. So uh, we have him stepping into the wide receiver two role, some other veteran receivers, top running back in the draft there in Brees Hall. Um, so I think, you know, maybe that offense can take that step forward and not take a shot on Wilson. here late if he hits, then my team is rolling. If not, you know, I can always look to the waiver wire to pick up a quarterback to fill in or... I've got some depth at the position, so until I can find that one, I can always start a, a you know a sixth um, skill position guy. So we're going to lock in Zach Wilson here as my next player, and after I take Wilson, we have Traylon Burks, Hunter Henry, Drake London, Alan Lazard, Tony Pollard, Cloud Edwards-Delaire, and Cordero Patterson. So. So far, my tight end gamble pays off. Hopefully, that works out a little bit better than the quarterback gamble I had the last couple rounds.
0: Yeah, we will see. Um, I'm going to take advantage of these past few rounds where uh, not a lot of running backs have gone. Um, it's a real shame because there was a run right before me. You read it off, Will. There are Pollard, Clyde, Patterson. Like I would have loved Clyde or, or, or Pollard here. Um so that's a shame, but we still got Hunt, Singletary, Penny, Melvin, Gordon, uh, Remondre Stevenson. I'd have to pass on. I got a uh, Damian Harris. I wouldn't want that. Michael Carter, not too bad. Um, so I think I'd, I'd like to double up here, um, but I, I also need to look at the wide receiver position. So as much as I like to double up and and come away with a you know two of Hunt, Singletary, Penny or Gordon. I have to turn the wide receiver. All I got right now is Justin Jefferson and Keenan Allen. So I feel like I need a third. Uh, We have Christian Kirk. We've got Brandon Ayuk, Robert Woods, Kadarius Tony, uh, Chase Claypool, Jacoby Myers. So we're definitely not in the greatest tier in the world. So what this tells me is I can go ahead and wait on running back. I'm happy with four options. I don't think the teams behind me are going to take four straight running backs. So I'm, I'm good rolling the dice that one of them will get back to me. It's just a matter of which one of these other ones I would like as my three. The answer none of them. I'm not, I'm not particularly thrilled with this. Um, but I, I'm looking at Christian Kirk, believe it or not. I don't think I've drafted him anywhere, um, but he's the one on a team. He got paid, and they're going to need to throw the ball a lot, I'd imagine. Um, Ayuk's getting some bad reports out of camp again. Um, Robert Woods, he, you know, could be fine. He just feels too safe. Uh, you know, if I had, if I didn't have a nice safe guy in Keenan Allen, I, I might be taking the shot there. Um, on the flip side, Kadarius Tony seems too risky. I'd rather him be my four not my three. Uh, so Christian Kirk feels like he, he falls right into that category. I'm not sure what his upside is. It might just be volume upside, you know, uh, uh garbage time upside, but you know, whatever that's upside. So, I'll take him. We'll see what running back gets back to me. Robert Woods goes, Sky Moore, Chris Olave, and then Deviled Singletary goes. So all my running backs uh, have made it through, believe it or not. Um, I think the one I want most, man, I've been fading Kareem Hunt a lot, given the, you know, the Watson news and the, the Brissette and everything else. And I'm kind of sitting here like, man, I I kind of want Penny more. I don't know if that's smart, though. It, it kind of feels stupid. Um, because you don't really, you know, I mean, we had like uh how many games did Penny go up for last year? Like the last four games of the year or something. <laughs> so he's had four good games out of his four year career. Um he's just injured so much. I think uh I'll go with Kareem Hunt. I am I'm worried about him, but Penny just seems too much of a gamble. So we'll lock him in there, grab another running back here. Melvin Gordon and Michael Carter go. Michael Gallup and Garrett Wilson. There goes Penny, 10 08. And Ayuk and Mac Jones, you are on the clock. No tight ends have gone.
1: No, so it definitely works in my favor there. Although I was debating Mac Jones just to like double up on that position. So that unfortunately is not going to be the case here. Still have some other quarterbacks. We've got Tannehill, or Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> Marcus Mariota. So some decent options there, but that ends going to have to be the pick here, either this round or next round. Um, so we'll see if there's any other interesting options. Like you said, Ramondre Stevenson, Name Hines, Ronald Jones. Uh, I'm not thrilled with the running backs there. Kadarius Tony is interesting. Um, Garrett Wilson would have been nice, but he goes a little bit before my pick there as well. MVS, I uh, don't Parker, some other interesting receiver options there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm almost tempted here to go two tight ends. Uh, it's not something that we usually do, but it's just crazy seeing the depth of these guys that are here. Now, you know, you never want a draft to have to trade, and that's kind of what that move would be. But and to get a TJ Hawkinson and the Zach Ertz or Goddard is pretty interesting. Uh, I think Hawkinson is, is the most upside guy here and, and he's gonna be the one that at this stage of the draft I don't think I can pass up. So we'll lock him in and see what happens after that. Uh, like I thought, one of the tight ends go there, Dallas Goddard, uh, and then Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, the draft board says tells me that that was a steal per the uh, draft analytics there, Steve. Oh, so ah, interesting. If, you, if, you, if you're getting any of those, it just popped up as soon as I, I made that pick. I haven't seen
0: it. Maybe I'm not paying attention, or maybe I'm just not getting any steals. Possibly, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: but Zach Ertz is, is the is an interesting option here. You know, like I said, doubling down on that, maybe having some bigger tight ends would allow me to maybe make a trade for a second quarterback as well. Um, Kadarius Tony is another one that I think a lot of people have faded, and he's almost so faded that he's worth taking a shot on. Um, but I think here I've got four receivers already. I you know need to go with either a fourth running back um or maybe even a third quarterback but if that, yeah flexibility there so james robinson's interesting um uh, damian pierce a little further down is someone that's interesting as well uh and then as we said the quarterbacks there i think i'm gonna go with Jack Ertz here it just seems like he is the the best value of, of everyone here it, it just seems like most other guys would be a reach and don't necessarily like taking two tight ends um but in this situation the way the board fell there's just not a lot of value elsewhere and i think you know it should be good to have at least one of them be valuable and and you know i think there's a good chance that if they both start out well i'll have some trade options there as well to maybe go up and get a, a more strong quarterback so very seldom do that but i'm going to be taking a second tight end here Zach Ertz, uh, after him, Christian Watson, Mike Kosicki, Ryan Tannehill, Dawson Knox, Isaiah Spiller, and Pat Firemuth, Rondale Moore, just uh, before you.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming your double quarterback uh, scared all the other teams, and now they're drafting their tight ends. Oh, your double tight end. Yeah, sorry. exactly. There's definitely a bit yeah, of a Hopefully run that
1: there. benefits you a little bit there.
0: but Yeah, let us hope. So uh, I'm sitting here for running backs Joe Mixon Elijah Mitchell Damian Harris Kareem Hunt three wide receivers we got Jefferson Keenan Allen Christian Kirk so like to look back at the wide receiver position Kadarius Tony is still here called him out last time do you like taking the shot on him this year uh, at the running back position uh just definitely dried up nine Hines Ronald Jones Alexander Madsen JD McKissick you know, some solid PPR kind of guys Gainwell's down here um Mostert, if you want to take that shot uh, at the quarterback position, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from taking a third right now. Uh, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Baker, Mariota, Jimmy G, Kenny Pickett, Sherlock, Sam Darnold, Desmond Ritter, blah, 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 blah. So of our starters, we got five and a half. Daniel Jones, Wentz, Goff, Mayfield, Mariota. I'm going to give half to Kenny Pickett. Um, uh, Drew Locke's kind of a half, and we don't know about Jimmy G. He could be a half. We we really don't know. So we got like six ish Brissette's down there as a potential temporary starter. Um, so that is interesting. There are so few left, but I would. It's hard for me to pass on the upside of Kadarius Tony, uh, if he could just you know show that freak. Uh, athleticism and and put some things together and daniel jones also put some things together uh he's another one in a, a good position to be catching a lot so we'll lock him in there get a nice upside guy to pair with my you know volume guy of christian kirk and my you know safer keenan allen there um tight ends continue cole commit hunter henry round out the 11th the start to start the 12th james robinson and naeem hines so still a lot of or of uh Wide receiver is left. You know, Jacoby Myers is here, solid. Safe options like Boyd and Landry, uh, Kenny Galladay, if you want to get back on that. Uh, Upside in MVS, an interesting shot on Parker. Uh, For me, maybe Tim Patrick, take a shot on. Um, Stack with Russell Wilson. A lot of people believe in him. What I think I'm going to do, though, Will, is take another quarterback. Take my last quarterback here. Um, My pick of the litter before all the... uh, the teams grab up their third, which I'm assuming is going to happen before my next pick. There's a lot of picks between me and and there. So, um, true lock, Kenny Pickett, Jimmy G, not really interested in just too much of an unknown, um, and not enough upside. Uh, Daniel Jones, kind of interesting. Carson Wentz, eh, kind of, um, golf, going to be throwing a lot, I would assume. Um, got some pretty good weapons. Baker's another one, Mariota, you know, if he still has some rushing ability, that could be interesting. I think of them, it's crazy it is to say is that he's the one being shuffled around, but Baker, I think is the one I like the most. He's got the best options or the best weapons, uh, CMC, GJ Moore, um, Terrence Marshall, Robbie Anderson kind of, um, so some really good options where Wentz really just has McLaurin. You know, Daniel Jones has some interesting options, but nothing super proven. Um, Goff, another solid one, but I think Baker has more upside than him. So we're going to lock in Baker. Um, I'm fine with him being my three. Uh, I'm also, pretty confident he'll be the starter. Sam Darnold shouldn't be an issue. So we'll lock him in there, get my third quarterback there. Um, a lot of running backs going here, Will. Alexander Matson, Marlon Mack, Ronald Jones, Daryl Henderson, JD McKissick, Damian Pierce, and Rashad White.
1: Yeah, Damian Pierce would have been nice, another guy that I think a lot of people are on, but he's someone that I've been high on just taking a shot on a running back that can take over a backfield, possibly early on. Alas, he is off the board here. So, still some quarterbacks available for me. I think Jared Goff would be really nice to pair with Zach Wilson as my QB two options. Um, Carson Wentz, another you know upside guy, I guess you could say. Um, but I, I do like the stability a little bit more there of Goff, and, and you know neither of them really have any risk behind them. So, Goff will probably be my pick either here or in the next round. But we'll take a look at some of the other positions. We've got uh, Kenneth Gainwell, Jamal Williams, Raheem Mostert. It's not a bad shot here. Gus Edwards as well. Tyler has Algier as another younger running back that could be, you know, that this year's um, Elijah Mitchell or, or this, just that rookie that breaks out that no one really expects. At wide receiver, Chase Claypool still sitting there. It's pretty good value. Um, Jacoby Myers. We've got MVS, Dorothy Parker. So still some solid options there as well. Um, I think Mostert probably calls out to me as the the best option here. Um, However, let's see. The team behind me has four running backs. Uh, It it just comes down to do I want to risk them possibly taking Goff? And even though he's not the top one available, I just want to make sure I lock that in because I think out of the remaining quarterbacks, he just... Fits very well with my upside Zach Wilson play to just be a safe option. So I'm gonna lock in Goff first. Uh, next team takes Kenneth kind of Gainwell and Daniel Jones. So not sure if they would have had Goff higher than Jones, but alas, I'm happy that I've got that one locked in. Um, still just three running backs, so I think running back is going to be the pick here for me. Four receivers on the team is already, uh, and, and that's going to be rainbow Mostert. We you know talked about that backfield it's definitely not the sexiest one to get into just with the amount of people you have there you know you kind of get a little bit of that New England scariness if you don't know who's going to be the guy and if I put my money down I I think it's probably Chase Edmonds he's the one they signed first Um, they went out of their way to make sure they got him but most of familiar with the system Uh, and if you can stay healthy a lot of times he takes the job and doesn't look back so this late in the draft I, I think he's a guy that you know, can come out and take a backfield over. So definitely someone that I I don't mind taking this late in the draft. So we're going to lock him in here after Mostert, Gus Edwards, Tyler Algier, Darrell Williams, Mark Ingram, Marcus Mariota, Noah Fant, and Chase Claypool.
0: Yeah. So back on the clock, um, the one wide receiver has gone. It's interesting how the middle of the draft was all wide receivers, mm-hmm. and quarterbacks, and some tight ends. And now late, it's all running backs and tight ends. Um, so that's interesting. And now I'll take advantage of that. So I'm going to aim for a one-two punch here, Will. Um, I'd like to take... Ooh, Tim Patrick's there, Kind
1: Got to get yourself a Denver receiver to get the, uh, the stack. The stack, yeah. A double stack.
0: Yeah, I was going to do a one-two punch of MVS and Devontae Parker, get you know an upside shot on MVS. Um, and then get what I think is probably like a steady with some upside shot on Parker. Um, you know, I've, I've drafted Parker in a lot of jazz, but Tip Patrick sitting here with Russell Wilson, um, give me the old double stack, you know, each quarterback's got a, a wide receiver target. Um, and the unknown, you know, Tip Patrick could be the wide receiver two for that team when it comes to like targets, and, you know, fantasy ability, I, I doubt it, but you know, some people believe it. Um, so I think I am going to pivot and, MVS is the easier one to pivot off of for me, just because, you know, I see the upside in Kansas City. They paid him a lot of money, but, you know, he had an elite quarterback before. He's dropped the ball a lot, and that's not the quarterback's fault. Well, sometimes it is, but in these situations, not. So he's the one that I'm not really interested in. So I'm going to draft Devontae Parker first, then draft Tim Patrick with my second uh, or my last pick here. Uh, Carson Wentz goes, Cleo Harbert, Jamal Williams, Robert Tunyon. So easy peasy. Tim Patrick is locked in. That finishes up the draft on my end. Chris Carson goes. Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry, Sony Michelle, Jameson Williams, Kenny Pickett. Finally there. Fourteen oh nine. Me, Cole Hardman.
1: All right. Um, not a ton of running backs here. You know, at this stage, I'm taking a shot on a running back or receiver. I've got three quarterbacks. Um, and there's really none here that you know scream take a shot, we've already got two tight ends It's usually more than we go with so I'm going to be looking at either receiver or running back here, running back position not a ton, I mean Dante Foreman James White Brian Robinson maybe oh, taking a shot on a guy in Washington um, on that Damian Williams in Atlanta is interesting Trey Sermon, if you want to take the shot on, you know, maybe he somehow becomes the guy week one uh, but I don't think any of that is likely so I'd rather take a shot on on you know a receiving core that I think has a a similar uh, a similar kind of function as as some of these RB back uh, running back committees that we are thinking and looking at like a Kansas City or a Green Bay receiver and we still have MVS here Kansas City receiver we're we're looking at trying to find the guy who's going to be the number one and there's not a clear-cut guy I mean I guess technically that's Travis Kelsey in Kansas City but those two are, are, those are two, Green Bay, Kansas City are two teams that there's still a lot of opportunity there and, and we don't know who's going to gonna end up being the favorite. So I think for me, it, it, MVS just makes sense as a shot that I can take and someone that I'm not going to be too attached to and, and, and be fine to cut if it ends up not being him after a week or two and I need to go to the waivers to pick somebody up. So we'll lock in MVS was my last team here uh and i can't get to see there we go draft grade get out the way uh last pick kenny galladay as the final pick here
0: last pick what was your grade
1: my graph grade is a b plus better than i've had in recent years mine was
0: a A minus so we were pretty close then
1: yeah i clicked on this little thing looks like it gives you an overall score you're 1448 and i'm 1446 so right behind
0: yeah so we're, we're pretty close um
1: but i wonder also because this did do once again the um no quarterback as my super flex here
0: oh, because i took the quarterback a little bit later uh, yeah, yeah so they, so
1: they got miles yeah and, um somebody Interesting. Else. Know, for you did it start it did. both of your quarterbacks yeah, it's got kirk in there as a super probably class. when you drafted him right
0: yeah probably um but i no, yeah it would it would it would line up yeah um but yeah, let's go ahead and run down the rosters real quick. Uh, Will was drafting out of the two. I was drafting out of the ten. Will, you want to go ahead and touch on your team?
1: I'm trying to – oh, there we go. I'm going to make sure I can get back to the draft board because I was in the analysis tab here. Uh, yes, so view by team here. All right, so quarterback, we've got Justin Herbert, Zach Wilson, and Jared Goff. Uh, running back, DeAndre Swift. Javante Williams, Miles Sanders, Raheem Mostert at wide receiver, DJ Moore, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, and Marquez Valdez Scantling, and at tight end DJ Hawkinson and Zach Ertz. Um, overall, pretty happy with it. I, I would like probably more running back depth overall, so I'll probably end up going with a running back instead of Zach Ertz. It was more of a glory pick there. Um, obviously, the QB two is you know questionable as well, but you know my starting lineup. I'm really happy with the two running backs. Having Herbert, you know, makes it a lot easier not having to worry about that position. I'm pretty satisfied with the way my receiving core turned out uh, and, and obviously, you know, tight end with both of them there. So it's really more just RB depth and the QB two that maybe I would have done differently. Maybe I don't, you know, wait on the quarterback um, early on, lock the second one in uh, and just, you know, take a few more shots at the running back position throughout as they did fall a little bit there as well.
0: Very nice, very nice. So looking at my team here, again, from the 10 position, at the quarterback spots, I got Russ and Kirk Cousins. At the running back spots, Joe Mixon, Elijah Mitchell, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, wide receiver Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Christian Kirk, Kadarius Toney, Devontae Parker, and Tim Patrick. And at tight end, Dalton Schultz. Um, So every year, I tend to do one draft where I just draft a bunch of people that I don't normally draft. And that feels like what happened here, even though I didn't really <laughs> intend it. Yeah. Like looking at like Jefferson, Russ, Keenan Allen, you know, Kirk, Damien. I, I think I've drafted Christian Kirk before uh, hunt maybe once or twice this year. Uh, Baker, Tim Patrick, you know, a lot of this draft is people that I haven't normally picked and it makes me feel kind of uneasy. Um, (laughs) But, you know, from a quarterback standpoint, you know, I'm pretty solid there. I'm comfortable with that. Um, Wide receivers starting to Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen. That's awesome. Uh, Running back starting to Joe Mixon, Elijah Mitchell. I'm pretty happy with that. You know, looking at my flex position being a Damian Harris, Christian Kirk, Kareem Hunt, you know, Kadarius Tony if he pops off I'm pretty okay with that as well um adult Joltz, I said I was uh fine with so I, I guess talking through it I'm happy with the team I just look at it and I don't it, it feels weird <laughs> but I guess yeah it's just people I don't normally draft like I look at Damian Harris at the gross but you know I think it makes sense for the team
1: yeah I want to call out um one team we usually don't call out like, the 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 teams that were drafted by the computers here but the team that actually got the highest score team five was the team that took those Two early tight ends. So, let you me know what you think of this. Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, quarterbacks. Running backs, Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, Rashad Penny, J.D. McKissick, Daryl Williams, wide receiver, T. Higgins, Cortland Sutton, Drake London, Jamison Williams, and then Kelsey and Andrews as its uh, tight end. And then, obviously, main flex there. So, it's pretty interesting. The starting lineup doesn't look that bad. I mean, I don't think either of us are super high on Gibson. Uh, but outside of that, the team is in pretty, you know, maybe you sub Penny in for Gibson and the team actually looks pretty solid for going with two tight ends in the, in the second and third round.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. I, I could see where it works out for them. Um, you know, Matt Ryan and, and Ryan Tannehill could be a losing duo as your, as your two, if both of them are just older and not producing. Um but the rest of the team looks fine. I mean, for for a team that went, like you said, two tight ends, I like it more than I was expecting to like it. I, I was figuring I was going to come in here and start talking about, well, fancy first them a high grade because they went two tight ends and they probably messed with the grading system. But yeah, it's not that bad, really.
1: No, I mean, and and you're when you do that, you have to do that with the mindset that you are going to be starting both of them every week and you're going to have them the whole year. Because we've seen it, you know, a few times here in our main league that a team will go with two tight ends early, and it, you know, what the idea is, we're going to be able to trade one of them for a premium, and and they're just you're never going to get what you want back for a guy, you know, that you took in the third or fourth round. You know, by going with those two early tight ends. Uh, so when you do that, you know, I'm not completely against it if you can get you know a Kelsey and a Andrews at good value, you know. But do that because you know you're starting both, not because you're planning to trade one of them.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But interesting team. Awesome. Well, well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, tune in next week for another mock draft. Until then, folks, trust your board.